Hello, my name is Abby. And my name is Ellie. And, and welcome, welcome to the, the Lion, the Lamb and the Teen. Ideally, we will have like an intro song, yeah. but we're not quite there yet. We're, we're still a baby podcast. Okay, this is episode one, Ellie. How are you feeling? Great. Very excited. <laughs> You're going to have to get used to her monotone, her monotoneness. It's great. Okay. So, Ellie, what is this podcast? This podcast is to help people through their teenage years through Christ in a way that glorifies God and to dig deep into any questions you have and subjects you want us to discuss. Way. So, Abby, why did our podcast come to be? <laughs> um, we were at church one day. Um, it was after the service and we were helping our youth leaders pack down. And you and me were talking about how we wanted to sort of like see God move in our generation and like we wanted to be a part of that, but we didn't really know how. And our youth leader sort of just turned around to us and said, you should start a podcast. And then we looked at each other and we were like, that's a really good idea. And then one of the other youth leaders turned around and said, you should start a podcast. And we looked at each other again and we were like, yeah, that's a really good idea. So, and then we came to a thing called Youth Extra, which is basically youth for older kids. And we told our Youth Extra leaders and they all looked at each other and said, that's a really good idea. So that was in January of this year. And here we are in October recording our very first episode. So Ellie, how did you become a Christian and find your faith? Um, so as a child, I grew up Christian in a Christian household. Both of my parents are Christian. And I grew up going to church every single Sunday. And then in year seven, I became very good friends with Abby. <laughs> and she said to me, I go to this thing called youth. Do you want to come? And I was like, yes, that sounds very, very fun. So then I started going to youth with her and I was enjoying myself. It was very good. And then towards the end of year seven, me and Abby had a little argument. I say little, it wasn't <laughs> very little, but um, we basically stopped being friends. So I stopped going to youth. And then just after we stopped being friends, COVID hit. So then I stopped going to church. So I basically had nowhere in my mind that I could talk to God because I didn't, my belief was that you could only talk to him really at church or in a place where a lot of people are worshipping, I guess. Um, and then at the start of 2020, I lost my uncle. So that kind of was the last straw and I basically lost faith altogether. And I started to like really hate Christians, which is not fun, but it's definitely something that did happen. And then at the that was the start of year eight and then year nine me and Abby became friends again and she then said to me you should come back to youth and I was like I don't know because obviously I wasn't a Christian so I was like do I really want to do that but I was like do you know what I'm gonna go so then I started to go because I was at that point I was questioning religion so I wasn't fully atheist I did still believe that there was something but I didn't necessarily believe that it was God so then I went to youth and I was like, this is actually pretty fun. And I started to kind of, kind of believe again, not fully, but I was, it was kind of questions in my head about whether God existed. 
and then Abby was like we do this thing that's called New Day and you should come and I was like do you know what YOLO <laughs> let me go to New Day and I'll see what happens and within three days at New Day on the Wednesday I became a Christian again um I remember sitting in the meeting and everybody placed their hands on me and were praying for me, which is a feeling I've never felt before. It was quite scary feeling people's hands on you when you can't really see because my eyes are closed. Um, And I remember my whole body was shaking. Like, I don't know how to really describe it. I just remember shaking as if I was cold, but I wasn't cold. And I was really confused. And I spoke to one of my youth leaders. I was like, what just happened? And they were like that's the Holy Spirit a lot of people a lot of people's bodies don't know how to experience or like um, react that's the good word (laughs) react to the Holy Spirit when their body is filled with it and a lot of people do shake Um, so that was a very crazy experience and then Abby later on in the day was like so how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm a Christian. She was like, what? And then she ran and told literally everybody, (laughs) which was a beautiful experience. And then when we got back from New Day, Abby was like, you should come to church. And I was like, do you know what? Yes. So I went to church with Abby and I've been going ever since. And then I went to New Day again this year and definitely solidified my faith And it's just really nice to see kind of everybody else feeling what I felt at New Day last year. That was an amazing testimony. Thank you for sharing. What would you say to people our age who have non-Christian friends and want them to come along to church and start meeting Jesus? Very good question. Um, My first point would definitely be inviting them to something like a youth group or something like that instead of church straight away because to somebody who either is an atheist or is um what's the other word agnostic um they the thought of going to church can be quite scary for people especially if they've had bad experiences in the past so straight away saying to them come to church with me can be quite daunting on them so if you invite them to a youth group or Sunday school or something like that it can be a lot more encouraging them because with the youth group that we go to it's not always about God you have time to like play with friends like play football and a bunch of different games so it doesn't it's not exactly every single minute is about God which is quite helpful because if people don't believe then they're not going to enjoy everybody talking about God 24-7 now that you're Christian, how are you using your time and your relationship with God to get through the loss in your family? Um, I would definitely say that knowing and believing that it is God's plan for you is really helpful because obviously loss is a horrible thing for anybody to experience. But especially if you don't have that belief in God, then... I feel like it would just completely destroy you inside so knowing that God is there and he knows what you're going through especially because he watched his own son die is really encouraging because he can obviously feel your pain and he knows how you're feeling in and out and he can he just acts 
as that like shield for you because talking about it can also be quite stressful and like really sad so talking to him is good because it's not like you're having to talk to somebody that you know that could not judge you but like talking to people about sad things and things that scare you can be terrifying but God doesn't judge and as long as you know that he's there for you talking to him is one of the easiest things you can do and it just helps because don't bottle things up because bottling things up never works for anybody so if you have that outlet like God it's really really helpful so Abby how did you find Christ so I grew up in a Christian household. I'm in fact a pastor's kid. I went to church every Sunday and was told about the cross, Jesus' sacrifice and the Holy Spirit. I became Christian when I was around three years old and was baptised when I was ten. However, during this time, I never really knew God on a personal level. I would tell my school friends if I was a Christian if I thought they would like me more for it. So I was never very open about my faith. In March of 2020, we went into lockdown and then in April of April, May time of 2020, I stopped being a Christian because I was just so angry at God. I fell into a deep depression and started turning to things such as self-harm to try and get over the fact that I couldn't talk to anyone about what I was going through. An alternative to, you know, being caught up in all this pain was watching ghost videos I watched videos of ghost hunting and demonic possession and this started to really deeply affect me and how I thought about, you know, sort of spiritual worlds and spiritual beings, I guess, including God. I would wake up at night and my bed would be shaking. I would be woken up by horrific nightmares and think I could hear and see things around my room. And then all of this got so bad that probably mid to the end of October of 2021, I was sat next to my bedroom window, wondering if I jumped out, if I would die or just be paralysed. And as I was thinking about this, I saw a book on my shelf I'd bought at New Day 2019 called Lifelines. Before I opened it, I sort of like looked at my ceiling and said, God, this is your last chance. The first chapter was about a boy who had been adopted and he would wake up in the night with just fear that his parents before his current parents would, you know, reappear. He felt he had no one to talk to and would just keep to himself all the time. Um... And then eventually this family, at some point, went to McDonald's. And this kid, you know, being a seven-year-old boy, was like, I want a large fries. And they said, no, you can have a medium. And in the middle of this McDonald's, this kid conveniently threw a massive tantrum. And his parents normally would have been annoyed, but at this time they were like, this is brilliant. Like, he's throwing a tantrum in McDonald's. And this was because they were like, he can trust us now. He knows that even if he throws a tantrum in McDonald's and embarrasses us in front of people, that we are still going to love him and um, we're never going to leave him. And this story honestly just felt like I was reading an observation of what my spiritual life had been like the past couple of, like the past year, basically. And so I closed the book, sort of just looked at the ceiling and said, OK, God, I believe in you. And then I sort of just went to sleep and... The months after that, God started revealing himself to me in ways if you had told me about, I would have just laughed at you and said, you're having a laugh, mate, honestly. So, yeah, that's me. So, Abby, how does New Day differ now you're a spirit-filled Christian to before when you were not? 
So New Day 2019 felt like I was an imposter in my own home almost because I was surrounded by Christians yet I was not experiencing anything that my youth group was experiencing. So I would cry and almost pretend that I was experiencing the Lord so that I didn't, you know, that I didn't look like the imposter. I didn't show how I was feeling almost. And now, so New Day last year and the year before that, have just been incredible like God's spoken to me in ways he's given me opportunity I was on the stage this year just so you all know um yeah because I got healed the year before that so God's just aligned new days now just to be so perfectly intertwined in ways that I could never have predicted in your testimony you mentioned that you looked at the ceiling and you said God this is your last chance to show me that you exist so do you think it is okay to challenge God I think considering I was non-Christian like it was almost natural for me to challenge God and be like what like what is this what what are you doing what is your religion and who are your people and what are they about and even as a Christian I don't think it's I think it's normal to get angry at God but I do think we need to apologize afterwards be like I'm sorry for how I acted but I think you can like God wants you to ask questions because if you don't ask questions then you're never really going to understand So if I read something in the Bible that I don't understand, I'll like go to my dad or someone at church who I know will know the answer. I'll be like, yo, what's this all about? I need help, please. In future podcast episodes, we're going to answer questions people submit in our drop form. This will be at least once a month, depending on how many questions we get. In addition to that, we're also going to be bringing guests onto other podcasts to discuss much deeper topics such as sex, racism and drugs. Please send us a message on Jotform if you have any specific people you want on the podcast. We will try our best to get them on. We have around 50 episodes already planned with guests. And you can email us at thelionthelambandtheteen at gmail.com. And you can find our Instagram at thelionthelambandtheteen. Please give us a follow. Our next episode will be a high school survival guide, how to seek God in your school and school activities such as exams. We also want to figure out how to get our podcast on other platforms such as Spotify. So please, if you know how to do that, let us know. Um, So to round off our first episode of our podcast, we are just going to pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we pray that this podcast will be entirely in your hands. We pray that we get many jot forms of stories of people who have heard from you after this podcast and has been guided in their faith by this podcast we pray that um it will all be you lord that you will be the center of this creation and that we can glorify you in every way possible whilst we do this lord jesus i pray that you would bless us with the wisdom to bring onto this podcast and i pray that you would bless all the people helping us and listening to us amen um lord we pray that this podcast is a great success and that you show people who really need this podcast at this time that we exist and we are here to help them and guide them through any issues that they have and we pray that the next episode goes as smoothly as this one did because that would be very very helpful amen amen thanks for listening bye Bye.